Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Date me a podcast radio blah 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 where me <laughs> it's as if I've never done an intro before in my whole life where me Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single even though you could take me up in a hot air balloon push me out and say bye bye bitch I hope you fly home um my my guest today is a multi-award winning actor comedian and singer who starred in the Pulitzer winning musical A Strange Loop that I tried to see in New York City last time I was there but was unable to for lack of time. You can see him in shows like Abbott Elementary, Search Party, and Modern Love. Beep, bop, boop, bop, boop, beep. <laughs> I'm joined by Beep, beep, boop, Oh wow! <laughs> hi, 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 hi! How are you? Oh my gosh! After that intro, I'm absolutely, <laughs> I'm I'm falling out of the parachute with you. Oh, it was a hot air balloon. I love that. <laughs> Who cares? We're up in the sky, floating down, having a nice time. Yes, we're airborne. Larry, how? Are you? I'm great. I am in East Williamsburg, (gasps) Brooklyn. Come through, Brooklyn. (laughs) Yes. And I am just, yeah, just living my, living my, uh, this is my birthday week. (gasps) Happy birthday week. Thank you. It um, often gets overshadowed by Thanksgiving. Mm. Mm. And Mm. then on leap years, my birthday sometimes is on Thanksgiving. 
And so... I'm so sorry that your birthday is on a racist <laughs> holiday based in lies. Christopher Columbus discovered nothing because the indigenous people were already here. But the saving graces, the mac and cheese is really good. Oh my gosh. So yeah, just hundreds of years of institutional racism counteracted mm. by um, mm. mac and cheese, but, <laughs> but not with the room. We um, black Not people are starting to make the mac and cheese with the room, and what do you mean starting? I don't know. I we I don't think that roux was a part of ours. I think we were just like cheese and a you know in like that casserole dish. I don't know. I've never made the mac and cheese. Larry, <laughs> I don't cook. <laughs> so how do you think mac and cheese was made? I think that they just put like a bunch of cheeses in it. No, you have to make the roux. So there's a little, um, uh, there's salt, there's pepper, there's butter, there's, I want to say fabric softener, but I mean flour. <laughs> flour? Flour, you mix that all up and shit. And then there's like milk. If you want to do heavy cream, there's heavy cream. Then you add the cheeses to that and you make your fucking roux and you dump it over the fucking noodles. And then it goes in the casserole dish and then you mix it all up. And then you put another fucking block of cheese on top, some uh, fucking breadcrumbs or whatever, some some more uh, seasonings if you want. And that's how you make it. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I'm disgusting. I was like, it's almost like you host a cooking show. <laughs> like you, <laughs> like the, like you really got into it. Like, <laughs> Larry, it's the only thing I know how to make. One New Year's Eve, I said, I'm making the finger foods, and I made mac and cheese and lasagna. And when my guests <laughs> arrived. They were like, whose fingers are the food for? It's not finger food. Just dig your fucking paw <laughs> into the casserole dish. Two, two starch-heavy casseroles, <laughs> essentially, uh -huh. being passed off as finger foods. I'm obsessed. Uh -huh. Listen, if you're going to do it, you better fucking do it. Larry, I have a question. So, you use the CoStar app, yes? Yes. <laughs> So, okay. The How do you know? App, How do you know? Because my incredible assistant, Lindsay, does intense research on people. Okay. <laughs> so, the CoStar app once told you that you would never find love. Do you still believe that horoscope? <laughs> I know even more. You were with Sydney Washington <laughs> when you downloaded the CoStar app and, and it told you you would never find love. Sydney pointed out that some people aren't meant to find people, like Oprah. Wait, Oprah has a person. <laughs> yeah. Oprah has Stedman and Gail. <laughs> and Gail. Yes. Um, the CoStar app was basically like you blaze so bright. <laughs> like it was like it was like a nag. They were trying to be nice to me about saying the meanest thing ever. They're like your mm. capacity for idealism and blah 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 blah. But it like basically the thesis was there's no one to handle you. <laughs> and mm. I and in that moment it gave me um, as opposed to a lot of like the societal norms of like Oprah is not married, which you would expect no. for someone. So that's like not the same thing as like the expectations whatever the expectation structure is basically the co-star mm -hmm. released me from the expectation structure <laughs> <laughs> which um oprah also was released from i guess but mm -hmm. it was a really and here is sydney uh texting me right now um and <laughs> uh wait really yeah sydney oh my gosh i know the synchronicity Lario. Oh, that's a good word. Oh. <laughs> it's she said, oh yeah, because I've been really busy. She said hiding from me. 
and then eyes. And then she uh, screenshotted me looking at her story earlier today. <laughs> so now. I love Sydney. That is so funny. I'm going to take this photo of you on the Zoom <laughs> and I'm going to send it to her. And it's going to, I think it's going to give all of the context. <laughs> I have been using all of my energy to waiting to honestly have audience with one of my favorite comics, one of the most inspirational people, one of the people who like since I was a teenager, I've been watching on television and like oh, truly that makes me feel so old. No, stop it. No. But I like Sheet you a no, there's a, this is my neck. This is my co-star neck. But it was literally like I was like sitting at home, like wanting to do what I'm doing now and like be a part of like this and like truly like one of the only images of uh, the complexity of myself that I could see on television was you. And oh. so it's been so inspiring. And then like, like growing up a little bit and like realizing what the New York scene was and how like you were doing, you were doing improv and uh, with, oh my gosh, with Shashir oh. and like, and just like that and coming up through the comedy oh. ranks and I don't know all of it. You're just such an inspiration to me. And so oh. I have been ignoring my friends because <laughs> I have wanted to hold space for honestly this milestone like I, I never thought Yay, I would get I never thought I would get the why won't you date me Mike I hoped to I I was like ugh, one day I will clear the bar you were in a Pulitzer winning musical a polarizing <laughs> musical that has been talked about non-stop a strange loop and you're like I can't wait to be on why won't you date me with this like no but honestly no, I mean, it is like, it is like sort of like the blissful, again, here's this word, complexity of my life. It's like, bef like while I was developing A Strange Loop, I got involved in this cadre of Brooklyn comics. And, and like, so people had sort of like divested from the UCB system as like queers and mm -hmm. blacks and women. And through like social media, you now could promote your own shows. And so I was like invited, like just to this amazing scene and without like seeing how you held space in the arena and the development of your career, like it really like gave me, you know, if you can't see it, you can't be it. But I was like, mm. I was like, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter what blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah is doing over here and over there. It's like, Nicole made it. Nicole is everywhere. Uh, Nicole uh, is Emmy nominated. She's centered. <laughs> she's centered in the campaign. She is, she's the host. She's everything and she's everywhere. And so, She's everything. She's everywhere all at once. And so ah. it's been so inspiring. And I'm so happy to be here. She's the moment. <laughs> Larry, thank you. That's honestly, that's really, really sweet. Um, I don't know how to take a compliment, but I will take that. It is very kind. You work so hard. I do. I'm exhausted. Actually, I'm not exhausted. <gasps> I like what I do. Ah. I always joke around that I'm like, I'm so tired. And sometimes I am. But for the most part, like... I love what I do. I get to live my fucking dream. I get to like drive onto Universal. I have a trailer and then I get to act on three different sound stages. Like it's really incredible. <laughs> I know it's so fun. People are the same thing with me and my hyphens. They're like, how do you do it? And I'm like, it's actually like fun. It's great. <laughs> like once you get through the subterfuge of like developing, you know, your career and sensibility, like then you kind Larry, of get to do the you stuff. You keep using big fucking words <laughs> that I don't know. What, subtle, subtlitude. What did you say? <laughs> did I say subterfuge? What is that word? Underbelly, undertow. How funny. The like bad stuff beneath. 
My God, I love this vocabulary. I know, I'm so insufferable. There's another one. That means annoying. Larry, I know what insufferable (laughs) means. I am insufferable. (laughs) Larry, let me ask you a question. Okay, so like, do you have a perfect partner in mind? Like, when you think of romance and who you... Because you're single, yes? Yes, the co-star app said you are single. (laughs) Ah! So like the detective when you're thinking <laughs> of a partner like what are you thinking about Oh my gosh I mean honestly I just shifted my idea I just shifted my idea <gasps> Okay well tell me what the shift was from and what it went to <laughs> Okay so I used to have this like holistic open hearted really like trying to check off all the boxes of intersectionality I was like okay. it is about who is inside it is about who they are <laughs> I don't care what they look like um, and just like you know just having this like I don't have a type thing like which Okay like which like wasn't true. I think it was that's an absolute. Why, okay, that's the fault in Love Is Blind because <laughs> they gathered a bunch of very good-looking people to blindly date each other, and then thought that they wouldn't have any biases when they met each other. And I was like, "Have we never met pretty people before? <laughs> pretty people are not the people who are like, I don't care what they look like. No, never said a pretty person ever." No, some of our most shallow are yes. some of our prettiest. <laughs> Actually, yes. how that works. I interrupted. Tell me who, who you were into. So it was nobody. You had no, uh, <laughs> no type. And then what did it shift to? And now I just really think that I should be with, like, the hottest, richest, <laughs> like, smartest, most cultured person ever. Yes, what a dream. Like, <laughs> like, I think that this person exists fully formed, fully formed hot Yes. In a patriarchal, classic, 90s movie way of any race, uh-huh. of any race. But guess what? They can be white, and I have not allowed that. Like, I haven't verbalized that. No, I've been trying to be like, for the people. Like, I want my man to represent my uh, hair mm-hmm. type. But now I'm like, <laughs> actually, I've been I've been drinking the cup of, like, <laughs> tall dark and handsome romantic lead mm-hmm. and uh, and those people show up in relationships differently than like not those people so i've been like i've been like fucking around with these humble pies yes. and uh, it just doesn't work because i'm like now it's like because even though i can comport in that and like that's definitely i'm, I'm double cancer so i'm sag double okay. cancer so okay. like i absolutely can turn down go inside be so low-key but then there is that moment where we go outside and we like face the big world yeah and that spine needs to be straight that chest needs to be broad okay. you need to be looking motherfuckers in the eye and being like this is my man because the thing is you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I need that. I need that power. I need that conviction. Mm-hmm. I need that fully formed. I can't grow a man at 28. It, although I, I had my first instance of being like, oh, is this how this works? Uh-huh. Does does this man being a fixer-upper put me in the power position? Toxic to be thinking about love sure in terms of- Sure doesn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll tell you something. A fixer-upper puts you- 
in the least powerful position because the fixer upper will have all the power because the fixer upper, you give them a bunch of stuff and then they leave you all fixed up, beautiful, shining, the most expensive man on the block. And then someone else moves in and they enjoy your, uh, refurbished kitchens and bathrooms that you put so much tile and effort into. I removed that grout. (laughs) I did it myself. You don't deserve that grout. It's my grout. I relayed that tile. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, I guess I did learn this. I guess I can tell the story. I like hate being hate sharing anything personal, but I guess it'll be all vague. But it's a very small community of people who look like me and gayness. So okay. that was kind of what I'm dealing with. Okay, anyway, so it was September. I was preparing to do a show at the Bell House, and I was completely I love it. revamping Paint the my scene, hour. Honey, September, <laughs> a light breeze, very crisp. Leaves were falling one by one. Walking to the bell house mm, nuzzling in for a show okay so you go to the bell house i was preparing for a show there but i was in manhattan rehearsing because you okay. know i'm a musical comic yeah so i so like i have a band i have i have backup singers and we were dancing so we had just had this dance rehearsal and my heart was so open from like choreographing for my girls like mm-hmm. in a way that like normally i do very cerebral like music 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 and it's just like My body isn't in it. Anyway, after rehearsal, I left and I was like, I'm not ready to go home. And I got pinged by a dating app and it was like bear festival at blah, blah, blah. And I said, I said to myself at Big 30, I said, if I can stand on Fire Island Mm -hmm. around those people for weeks of a quarter share, I can certainly spend one afternoon at the Bear Festival. Okay. And so so I went to the Bear Festival and I mean, there was just an absolute wealth of like things that happened that like made me realize like, babes, an entire community (laughs) based on people who look the same (laughs) is everything that I've avoided for my entire Uh life. I was like, wait, oh, I was like, I get it. But also like, the whole point of this is that we look the same. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a community of like muscle version who uh-huh. like literally are elitists. Like there's like a muscle, ba- like they're invited still. There were the, the people that I knew at the bear festival were all skinny comics who oh. were still showing no romantic or sexual interest in me in this environment as well. So I was like, oh, so you like this. <laughs> so we're on Fire Island and you would never think that you like this. Then we go to the bear festival. It's like, oh, you like this, but still not my version. But Got still it. not me. Then I met, then I met a bear and he was so sweet. He was like my tour guide. He was like, oh my gosh, hi, blah, 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 blah. He's like, you to know. the left are the cubs. To the right are the full-grown bears. We've got the hairies, the, th- the smooth, the long hairs, the short hairs. We've got the red bears over there, the bunch of gingers. Uh, I love the idea of a bear tour guide. The bear tour guide. So he's, so he's like, he's like, he's like, why are you wearing so much clothes? He's like, take off your shirt. I'm like, take them no. off, and put then- on some suspenders, put on a little hat. <laughs> the cr- crux was the crux was that I guess he was sensing in me some insecurity that wasn't there. I was mm-hmm. just an, I was an outsider. It was my first time in Oz. I was like, okay. But uh, he, he goes, you know, I had the gastric sleeve and I feel so much better about myself. Unsolicited. And I said, is this an advertisement? I didn't say it out loud, but like I clocked. I was like. The Bear Festival brought to you by bariatric surgery. Ooh, that's a con if I ever heard one. Gather all the fatties together and be like, you know what I did? I went and lost weight and I feel really good about myself. Don't you want to feel better in your leather? That's honestly diabetic. 
diabolical. <laughs> but it was like it honestly was like sweet. It, like it was like I could I could sense I could sense you know the projection. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like actually like I am just I'm like truly having just this experience of like of a festival there's food trucks <laughs> there's there's performances there was a st- people walking on stilts i loved it but um at the end in the day i i did meet someone who i started dating and uh i did what i never do after the first night of like a really really nice chemistry and like everything i have stopped doing this but i did it that night and mm-hmm. it honestly is kind of the crux so i built the file okay where after the first meeting or like yes. the first contact, you go online and you build the file. Yes. And I went to go build the file, like literally piece off of pieces of information. It was the first <laughs> night. I, I, was, I was like, I literally have like a part of a profession. I mm-hmm. have, and I have an accent. I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I went and I went in and I found out that the person who I, who was completely handsome, completely charming, who I totally liked, did not used to be a bear. Oh. In the very recent past. Oh, so they quickly became a bear. Yeah, and not only that, their pre was my toxic patriarchal ideal. Oh, no. Yeah. See, that's the problem with gathering the information and building the file. You find out things that you don't want to know. I truly, I will date somebody for half a second find out who their exes were, and then stack myself up against the exes and be like, well, this is a real turn from the type. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win because why would you want this when you yeah. wanted that? You, you had this sense. already. This is, yeah. what is this, like an exploration into fat black? What's going on? <laughs> I love it. In the equation, we can never be worthy. I love it. No matter how it sifts out, we're it's always exhausting. like coming up short. We're always looking for <laughs> looking for a dime or a quarter. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But I... Honestly, so like the person I was with, let's call it like Seth Rogen without a stylist. Okay. But the pre. Cutie. But the pre. Okay. The pre was Adam Driver. Oh. Hmm. Honestly, I think those are both delightful options. I know. I know. But unfortunately. I Exactly. But unfortunately, we just didn't have. I see someone who's been to therapy, I guess. <laughs> mm, that is a thing. A lot of gentleman-leaning people just don't want, like, they don't like to ask for directions to go to a place, and they don't want to ask directions how to heal their heart. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, why not just ask for help? Why not just ask for help? I love help. I love my therapist. <laughs> she's truly like yesterday. I was like, I told her a bunch of stuff, and she's like, "Let's just hold space for these feelings." And I'm like, "Yes, queen. Yes, we're just gonna stay in a whole space." I love it. My thing is that I just like it. Just like th- therapy has just like helped me to communicate even better. Like mm-hmm. as like an actor, I like didn't not come out without words. Like I've always loved language. As you can tell. <laughs> But they're like, they always just allow me to be like, okay, you can feel that, express it. And like, if it's a healthy relationship, the person should not like run away or mm-hmm. like be angry at you for expressing. Like, that's part of, um, part of it is like how you're, how you're heard and responded to. And so there were just moments where I would just like, I was like looking, I was so excited. This would have, this would have been my first boyfriend. We, we ended up seeing each other for like almost like six to eight weeks. Huge in my life. Uh-huh. We were seeing each other multiple times a week in a way that like I love. Like in New York, it's very hard to like not have like a week, a, dates a week apart, you know? Mm-hmm. But like we were just like casually like, 
you're getting off of work, come over. Like, just uh. like that really, I know there was so much about it that was good. But like, there was, there's nothing that could be worse than just being like, hey, let me in. And the person having no tools. Oh, Basically, no. is this toxic of me? You can you can help me because I was just okay. like waiting. I was waiting for this person to reveal about okay. the dramatic change. Wait, waiting for them to reveal what? The dramatic change in body. Okay, that is toxic because it's not your business. Ugh, I know it was hard because I built the file. Yes. That was the moment I went wrong. Yes, and it's like when that's what I mean. Like we we should truly wait for people to tell us things from their past as opposed to searching it out. And then when it's mentioned going, Oh my God, I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I was definitely going to play that. I was definitely going to play. What? (laughs) (laughs) You spend time like rehearsing being like, I never knew. Wow, that must be so wild for you. And it's like, we'll just let people reveal themselves. Um, I know. I like, I have a problem with that. I love to find out as much as I can about somebody, but also I have ADHD. So like a lot of times I forget about the good stuff I've learned and then we'll only remember the toxic stuff that doesn't fucking matter. Like whoever you dated before me doesn't matter. You've dated someone before me. You'll date someone after me. How you looked like before I met you, you'll look like something else after we've been together. So like what matters is like the meat between the bread. Or the jelly and the peanut butter if you're a vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) For me, this like whole experience, and I I knew that like I ruined it by I like the moment that I found that I was ruin it. That's I knew it was over once I found I, I was like oh my gosh because I in this way the conversation of being like I it it alerted me to being like you have been trying to like exclude a certain thing mm-hmm. to, to like be to like fall politically like better <laughs> like to like be like romantic politically like more mm-hmm. clear and i was like no i want a tall brawny man <laughs> 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 like like who, <laughs> who like can just be like who can just like talk easily i think what we all all of us single gals need to learn is to honestly just be a little chill. And I I cannot oh, take my own oh, advice. Oh, oh, wait, who are you? Be chill? Just be a little chill. Who? Me? I I know. No. Bro, I'm truly what? I'm the least chill person in America. We're, this isn't the chill. We're both wearing stripes. We're both wearing purple stripes. We are wearing purple stripes. Uh, mine's from Target. Where's yours from? I think it's a scotch and soda. Oh, never heard of it. Scotch and soda sounds very good. But yeah, like, I just need to chill a little bit. And just, like, the last person I dated, I was like, oh, boy, I'm very argumentative. They say one thing and I'm like, no. And it's like, do you really have to be like that? Do you really have to argue every little? You could just say, okay, and it's not going to kill you. So then I practice saying, okay, in the mirror or like, you're right. Yes. Okay. To try to like really make it more normal. Cause I don't want to just say, okay. I want to be like, no, here's my opinion. Don't you want to know it? I'll talk forever. Nag, 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 nag. And it's like, oh, friends don't even want that, let alone like a romantic partner. Oh my God. Dating is truly awful. Real quick, Larry, we got to take a break. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Larry, we're back. Um, okay. <laughs> Do you think, okay, so I don't know how you identify. Do you identify as plus size, large, bare, fat, flabby, <laughs> uh, rotund? Um, yeah, I was like, you, you know I have a few here, but there are going to be 12 more letters. Rubenesque. <laughs> Falstaffian. Falstaffian is good. Wait, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's Larry, what we're going around the corner to say it. How did you get all these words in your brain? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like theater. So, you like, remind you remind know, me we... of my mother. Aww, oh, my she God. knew so many words, <laughs> and. To the point where I'd be like, bitch, I don't know what you're saying to me. You just said eight <laughs> fucking things in a row that don't fucking make sense. It's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> I'm like leaning into it. I'm like leaning into language. I, I, it's probably because I like, I truly just wrote my first play. I had a reading of it on Friday. It's called Congrats. Five Sisters. I have five sisters in real life. And so it's like Bridgerton aesthetic, but we say nigga a lot. And mm -hmm. so <laughs> it's like the perfect encapsulation of like, 
ideal and expectation. Um, and yeah, I just used a bunch of words in it. Like I was like writing it after Shakespeare and Chekhov. So I was just like, oh. I was, it was like an arena where I could just go off, you know, as opposed to writing television where yes, they're like, where it's like get the to the commercial dumb, sooner. Yeah. Dumber the better. And make the sure, <laughs> make sure you, you put in our branding deal with the fucking Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> make sure to bring Tinky Winky in by page eight. <laughs> So and yeah, I went to I went to boarding school and acting school. You know, I'm just giving very much that aesthetic Pulitzer Prize winning play. Yeah, you know, I, I get my hands yes. dirty. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I know how, uh, like you know, you get a show made. How does a Broadway show get made? A Broadway show. I mean, there's there's tons and tons of ways, but usually it starts with like a really really smart writer. Yeah. Usually like a music like the composer and mm-hmm. for a musical like. You got to have like a really great score or story mm-hmm. that's grandfathered in. So imagine it's an original show. Then you like find the, you get like a reading going, mm-hmm. which takes a ton of time and a ton of money. Yeah. But no one sees it. Yes. And then everyone judges it. And then you get maybe like one or two people who are like, OK, mm-hmm. we see what it could be. And they help you just like do that same process over and over again. Yeah. Where like and then there could be like six months. It could be eight months. It could be a year of just like blissful silence or unblissful rather like you know Uh i learned how to live with it for development but like you could like not hear anything for a while and then suddenly you're in the play again and then there becomes this great moment where you find the the people who will put it up and so for a strange loop in particular that process i just from the moment i got the script and saw a fat black queer intelligent protagonist like on the musical theater stage it i i I truly like wrote michael and was like please may i play this and Mm -hmm. it was like one of those moments where it was like if i don't do this then i have to get a new profession because this is the most perfect thing in the entire world and so yeah just from that moment believing in it and i never would like say it out loud but showing up to that process i would go like this is a Pulitzer Prize winning piece of work. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, this is, uh, this isn't niche just because it's confrontational and, and complex, my favorite word, complex. Mm-hmm. And just, just because, or, um, yeah, just because it's all of these things does not make it niche. It like, it, it's, it's as wide as like any other thing. Like, I go and watch the white play and it's like, Three times as crude, half as coherent. Like, but like, and we'll just we'll just go and watch it tomorrow. So it was like, how could I, with my presence and my body and my skill, aggrandize the true lived lived lives of people who don't get to be at the center of media and shows and a beautiful, beautiful like musical like this. And it being a musical made it so much harder because. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, a complex black play, they'll do it. They'll be like, ah, we love it. But like a musical <laughs> is really like uncharted territory for black people outside of like jukebox. Hey, you know what I mean? Or I call- Caroline or change where the stove in the <laughs> oven be singing to her. <laughs> I randomly like I randomly like Caroline, but the original production uh, I really like the original production. The like the original production of Caroline or Change, it was like Tanya Pinkins mm-hmm. was like defying. She was like defying that like the image of it, and it was actually it was in this revival that I was like, oh my god, 
I let a white man write this. <laughs> like, I, I, I've, been, I've been loving this show for 20 years. I said, Tony Kushner is writing this black speak. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. I think I saw the one with Tony. Wait, when did it? Did, was 2004 when it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I did see it. I did see the original. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes, because you're a secret little Broadway fan. <laughs> Come <laughs> take the train over from Jersey. I will... You're in the confirm. Broadway documentary. I will confirm it. People have asked me. I don't know if I've confirmed it or not, but people have asked me so many times, is that you? And I'm like, it's my face. I literally have a necklace on that says Nicole. And I'm crying <laughs> about Boy George's musical, which is maybe the gayest thing you could cry about. Taboo. I loved Taboo. I saw it, I saw it like six times. But like a lot of those times were half times where we'd sneak in after intermission. Oh my gosh, second acting. Yes. It was one of the first things I got to see that was like so queer and gay and colorful. And musical theater is inherently gay and colorful. But like this was like <laughs> men kissing and loving. And I was like, oh my word. And I was in Aww. high school and I was like, this is for me. Aww. I would kill to be able to sing because all I want to do is be on Broadway. I can get you there. No, I, I can't no, I truly can. Sing. Babe, I, I know all your work. I know all your podcasts. I hear you do the same thing, but I listen to your vocal quality so much and I hear you fake sing. You have the bones <sighs> of it. You have the bones of it. I was told by a singing no. teacher that there was <laughs> a voice deep inside me. <laughs> All I'm saying, all I'm saying, is if that role comes across your desk where they're like, Nicole, we we would love for you to be in this Broadway musical, and you're scared, call me. I'll okay. fly in immediately, and then we'll do a making the band type okay. <laughs> rehearsal structure Let's where I get you it. ready. I want, I want that for you. What musical would you love to be in besides Taboo? Boy George's Taboo. Hmm. hmm. I mean, to fulfill childhood fantasies, Rent. Oh. I love Rent. And I saw one of the final performances of the touring company of Rent in, <gasps> I think it was New Brunswick, New Jersey. <laughs> it has to be. It was truly like thrilling. Was it good? Who's to say? But I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Hold on. What musical would I want to be in? I feel like Dreamgirls is so obvious. I'd have to, I'd have Ooh. to really think about it. Yeah. I want you in Chicago. I want you as Roxy in Chicago. Chicago's fun. Ooh. Yeah. That see, I would have I truly would have thought you would have said Mama Morton because that's like the <laughs> where it's the range no. doesn't have to be there uh, all the time. I feel like Roxy is an easier sing than Mama Morton. Mama Morton has to like ah! Oh, <laughs> like you she, are right. Well, that's she what has I mean. to take it home. She does, but also I've seen some of the casting. She doesn't. Yes, yes, yes. When Wendy Williams did it. <laughs> I love Wendy Williams. Um, Talk about it. Have you watched her on The Mass Singer as a pair of lips where she's yes. like, it's iconic. It is beautiful. Wait, I asked you minutes ago about being Rubenesque. Oh, yeah. And I and I said, I'm going around the corner from this question. I don't identify. I'm thin. <laughs> I'm thin as a rail. I identify as Gigi Hadith. <laughs> Yeah. I'm very thin and I hope you're worried about me. Um oh my no, God. I okay. I identify as fat. I, I think I use the word fat and I'm honestly it's the only thing that's getting me angry right now is that I like can't get dressed by like 
fashion people. Like that there's like I'm like, you know, I'm I'm around a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Christian like, Siriano is truly the most high end I've gotten to wear. Um, and I was like, do I have to get to like Lizzo status to wear like Gucci to wear yeah. like Valentino? Yeah. I what would do we love do? it. What do I do? What do we do? And it's like, it's like not even for like a big event, not for a red carpet. I'm talking about just like clothes. <laughs> like, oh yeah, just, that too. It's I <laughs> like so just clothes. I can't find specific articles of clothing that I want because they consistently make the same shit every fucking season. <laughs> and I, I hate to tell you, the peplum is back. <laughs> the trapezoid clothes. Yes. Clothes shaped like a trapezoid. Yes. Like, it's giving rhombus. It, it, it's like, they're like, every every fat person has parts of the body that they love and parts of the body that they hate. <laughs> Absolutely hate. Let's drape something over it. And it's up to us to decide. <laughs> yes. Um... But yeah, I want a pair of purple pleather pants. Oh. And I cannot find them anywhere. Oh. I also want a pair of jeans with smiley faces embroidered on them. Oh. I cannot find any embroidered jeans in my size. Oh. Not even like like old ones, like old 80s ones. Like I just can't find what I'm looking for ever. And that sounds so cute. Both of those, like, Thank both of you. those outfit ideas that would be inspired by that. Like, so I want embroidered smiley pants. And I also want the purple pleather pants. Thank you. This is what I want. Please give it to and me. And it's like, and, and it's like, can we get the, can we get the big person clothing, like, fun like this? Like, fun and cheeky and like, yes, you know what I mean? And like, personality driven as if we have personalities so like reformation love very cute dresses but they don't make everything in fat i'm like why do we only get a couple of dresses and exercise shit like i get it okay bitch you can wear a dress but you also have to exercise reformation how rude i they have these smiley face jeans that i fucking want and they don't go up into fat it's rude wait larry i asked if you were rubenesque because do you think you would date more if you were thinner? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding? It is like, it is just the most, like, I like I go to Fire Island every, like, this past few summers because, like, my community is there of, like, comics and, like, actors and, like, you know, journalists. Like, it's just, like, truly where my friends are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, like, it's a gorgeous beach, like, near New York. You know what I mean? You can't get to Positano. Like, all right, we go there to the Pines. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like, it being, like, a destination of uh, of sex. <laughs> like, it just it being, like... And and it, and it just being so dry there for me, like just the mm-hmm. numbers, the odd, the odds are like literally like if if it was baseball, you put me right on the bench. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like everyone wants a conversation, like like everyone yes. wants to come over, everyone's talking, did a little little love, they love the work, they love the blah blah blah. Like there's no like lack of visibility, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm just right, I'm right there sitting next to the other girls as like oh, there's like no like. Like I used to take on a lot of it inside of me being like, you're not open enough. You're like not la 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 mm-hmm. You're not enough, basically. And I'm yes. like, but this this curmudgeonly ass, shrink face ass, shrew face, ugly ass bitch <laughs> next to me <laughs> is fucking pulling and they look like a shoe. <laughs> yes. That is devastating when I like go on Instagram, or whatever, and I'm like, this raggedy ass, snaggle tooth, little <laughs> rat looking motherfucker has a really cute man. 
What? I'm adorable. Oh my gosh. Skinny whiteness will literally get any doornail looking, chewing gum under the table, (laughs) head ass, dumpster, back, recycling bin ass motherfucker has a man. It is truly, truly wild. Like, I I think about it a lot, like in acting and in relationships, because I feel like it's one and the same. It's like dates are just auditions and just a different... (laughs) We're just headed to a different outcome. One's a job, one is a job, a relationship. And I'm like, I think I would book more stuff. I mean, not to say that I don't work a lot. I do work a lot. We work plenty, Annie, but we're you talking know? about we're talking about slayage. Yes. Yes. Like <laughs> I would be in a ton of different stuff if I wasn't fat, because I'm sure a hundred things I've auditioned for, there was one producer who was like, that character can't be fat. You know? Yeah. And it's like you go on a hundred dates and a lot of those people are like, oh man, great. But like I can't date a fat. It's insane. I literally have like and like no joke, like from like the UCB up until now, like I've like tracked every single person of notes, like success and like the different ways that they like plug into the industry to get that thing that we all want. Mm -hmm. And like watching like you defy what could be the trajectory and still get to such a place of prominence, despite the things that are freely given to other people Mm -hmm. based on their size and other identity factors. Like it's actually insane. And it's like (laughs) more than being like angering. It's just like, it's just like your it's just your money. Like, why are we being funny with my money now? It's yeah. like it's like, why can I walk into a room and have every person there want to be an audience with me? And then when I go through the gatekeeping sources, uh you you want to pretend as if no one will want to be around. Yes. <laughs> when it's actually not true, honey. It's not true. <laughs> yeah, it is such a strange thing to be like, well, I walked into that room. There was five people in it. Everyone was laughing uproariously from the minute I arrived to the minute I left. There were no adjustments. Just do it again. And like, if you want to like go even more off script, go, go. Yeah, if you want to write more for us, yeah. (laughs) And then you do it, and they're like, you get like a like a a clap at the end where they're like, that you were you. My God, we loved you, Nicole. My God, ugh. And then you hear nothing. And then you see who is cast and you're like, oh, that woman's the size of my thigh. And Ugh. I now understand why. And then you're like, and she wasn't funny. And you were like, Ugh. so you didn't you didn't even want anybody funny. You brought me in for what? It's it's so it used to be soul crushing, but now it's just like, hey, <laughs> that's what you want, that's what you get. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so hard. It's literally so hard because it's just when I think about it from a dating perspective, I'm like, oh, the only barrier here is honestly just some weird prejudice. Yes. Like, like there's like nothing like no one would not be friends with me because I'm fat. Uh-huh. But but I but I know even if they could never verbalize it, there are hundreds and hundreds of guys who like can never even conceive of me romantically or sexually because I'm fat. Mm-hmm. And so it's this like bastion of like prejudice that 
It's just, it's honestly mostly annoying. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. I go to sleep at night. I wake up. Uh-huh. I have a smile on my face. I thank God. I sing a high A. I, you know, get an iced coffee. So, like, I'm not like, I you get know. iced coffee. <laughs> I go to Dunkin' Donuts. She runs on Dunkin'. Yeah, you run on Dunkin', honey. So, it's like, my life isn't stopped because of this. But it is just, like, so patently annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is annoying. And, it's, and I think a lot of it stems from, like, like, being fat or becoming fat is some people's worst nightmare. It's their worst nightmare. So they're like, how could I look at my worst nightmare every day? How can I kiss my worst nightmare every day? How can I, like, rub my hands on the rolls of my worst fucking nightmare every day? And I'm like, stick a hand in it, honey. You might like it. <laughs> it's so it's so hard that it, yeah, it really is, like, the worst nightmare. Yeah, and it's, there's, like, such, like, more terrible things that could happen than like getting fat. It's true. There truly is. And then the worst part for me is that like, I have no, I've had zero desire outside of like moments of pangs of pain and like feeling not enough because of the prejudice of the systems that I've been grandfathered in. Like outside of those, like that combined maybe like, four hours of my life where I'm really low. Mm-hmm. I never I never wake up and I'm like, I want to be skinny. <laughs> like, no. it's, it's, I don't aspire to it. I like, I have this body. People in my family structure, like, have this body. Like, mm-hmm. it's not bizarre in my family structure to have this body. And... And the women, because they're like they're black, they're black women in a certain zip code. Like they like have no problem mm-hmm. with you know that like sort of a romantic attention. Yes, which is annoying because I'm like, where do I have to go? Where do I have to move? And that's the thing about it is when you see when, you see- <laughs> when I see a bitch who looks just like me with like a big. <laughs> fucking chested dude <laughs> with like dreads and like beautiful skin i'm like ah, where do i have to go where do i have to move where do i have to move or they fucking want my fat ass we gotta go to the I have hood, such a beautiful honey. butt like where do i have to fucking go <laughs> we gotta go to the hood honey i guess so well, I'll be in Chicago for uh for thanksgiving okay. well, i don't know when does this come out mars this comes out friday Okay. Well, I was in Chicago for Thanksgiving. So, I mean. Get around the hood, hey. <laughs> Southside, do or die. <laughs> yeah, Chicago, they think it's the hood. It's not. I'm from Baltimore. That's the hood. Chicago Chicago is the Midwest, honey. Y'all are all, out there being like. Yeah, you're being like, don't you know? Yeah, y'all don't got crime like we got crime. Nobody I'm gatekeeping. Like, nobody <laughs> sounds like that in Chicago. On yeah, the but South that's the vibe. Side, no, so the white that's people, the they they spread their vowels. I've ne- No, black people sound like they're from Mississippi because they all came from Mississippi. <laughs> they ain't gangbanging around Chicago <laughs> like we gangbang around Baltimore. <laughs> and that's on guard. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Baltimore once and I liked it. It was fun. Why? You're I so don't seedy. remember. You're I can't... so John Waters perverse. Thank you. I watched one John Waters movie and it changed my life in college. I like it's so wild the shit that you don't get to see growing up, but then like your mind and brain get opened up in school and people are like, watch this weird thing. And you're like, oh my God. Like I'd only seen hairspray. Fuck. Oh, I think it was called Desperate Living, and there was a fat black woman in it. And at one point, she was like, I'm going to sit on your face. And I was like, I love her. I love that threat. I love it so much. I just love John Waters. 
just like finding like the the most interesting people to put in movies that you normally wouldn't see in movies absolutely and it was just like weird like my like super religious mother like so sweet but like her by being from Baltimore we just have to revere John Waters mm-hmm. <laughs> so like it's this weird thing of me like oh that's John Waters and like having to know about him my whole life but then his catalog being what it is it's so it's, it's, there's a little but that's what I love the most cognitive diss <laughs> you know it's like well this is someone we need to study and it's like what are we studying oh yes a drag queen ate shit in one of his movies <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. I'm like so like ha- I'm like haunted by like what what I'm dreaming of being in these movies sure. <laughs> like, versus versus like what's actually there. Like I know so much about divine mm-hmm. eating the dog <laughs> shit. That, like, do I need to watch it <laughs> at this point? I guess not. But honestly, watch the divine documentary. That's great. Okay, um, okay here's a question. Do you find, people ask me this a lot, so I'm going to ask you, do you find that your success intimidates suitors? I mean, right now, I feel like I'm getting a lot of, like, honestly, like, fans. <laughs> like, Ooh. Has that, like, you're getting, like, in the DMs and whatnot? Not in the DMs, but just, like, in the places that I'm going, like, either IRL mm-hmm. to the bear bar or to the online apps type situation. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't always, they don't always let on that they know the work. Usually I can tell by like, you know, someone's, you know, what they're wearing. If they uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. What do you mean? Let's dig into, what do you, yeah, tell me about that. No, I mean, it's just like New York. Like I would, I would definitely like not go anywhere um, else in the country and be like, oh my gosh, like, let me, let me make sure to act right in case anyone knows me. But in New York, it's like in between like Brooklyn comedy, the musical theater mm-hmm. play, and then like, yeah, being on national television, like there's like, you know, pockets of people, there's different pockets. Sure. So there's like, there's like a, you were on search party outfit. Okay. And and location. So like they're like, I love search and you're like, okay, great. And then mm-hmm. they're like, there is also like the life and Beth, Amy Schumer, like mm-hmm. woman. <laughs> like there's like that, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, that's like that person as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's like I get a lot of love from the black community from Abbott now, which I love. And then the theater people love a strange loop. So it's like, oh, it's like figuring out like which one, not all of these things, but which one of these things what category they they fit in they're clocking me for and because it's like the Abbott conversation is very different than like a strange loop they're like I saw you off Broadway like 200 Mm -hmm. seats and and they're like like, yesterday like the woman was crying and I was like I I didn't I didn't even realize it till this morning I was like she was she was crying at me (laughs) like some of this performance and then and then there's also just like I saw you on this thing art is such a wild thing where it touches people in a way where you're like, yeah, I know I did it, but I didn't know you're gonna fucking cry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the next week I'll be like, oh my gosh, do you remember when she cried? Like, I'll need that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, they don't, they don't let on. They don't let on always. And then you find out later, and you're just like, Ugh. has anyone hit on you by being like, how strange is your loop? And I'll fucking plug it up with my strange. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't gotten that one. No. Okay. Fair. Well, when the people no slide just... into your DMs, if you use it, please quote me. <laughs> no one's as creative as you are. So, like, I don't know how they would ever. These scrubs, uh, these scrubs that I've had the displeasure of entertaining for the past few months. I like really tried. I like, I, I, I have moments where I like get. 
get hopeless and there are moments where I'm like absolutely up op- like I'm the most uh-huh. optimistic I'm like I'm like here I'm open hearted I'm therapized. Uh-huh. I I have nice clothes for the first time ever <laughs> in my life. I'm like, I can take us to dinner like for the first time ever. I can pay ever. for dinner. And it can be at a restaurant, not at McDonald's. <laughs> not at McDonald's. So I'm like, let me, let's go and do this. And then uh, every time, is it New York or is it just like everything? Um, I honestly, it's New York. It's LA. I feel like, there, it's the most okay. I'm not saying we're ugly people. I'm not saying we're not beautiful because I think we are two stunning individuals. I'm giving stunning. We're giving stunning. I'm looking at you. It's giving stunning. Hello, stun, stun for your money. Um, I will say that traditionally we're not considered beautiful by European Eurocentric standards. We're not considered the creme de la creme, and I think. Both cities are run by Eurocentric standards, so we're easily, like, passed over in a way that's, like, so depressing. I, too, sometimes will sob in the shower and be like, why not me? But then I'll remember something funny and be like, don't fall down in the shower, and then, like, go about my day and be fine. But, like, it is, like, one of those things where I'm like, yeah. If I moved to Ohio, I would clean up with this pussy. Do you know what I mean? I went to, like anywhere else i would like be thriving i'd have eight children and a husband who's like give me more baby or like whatever <laughs> but it's like i don't want to be in those places and then also it's like maybe i don't want i don't know larry i know and that's sort of like where i've like res- resigned myself to just be like th- there's so much that is happening that is like good like mm-hmm. every day and it's like it honestly is enough. And I think in this like last experience of almost having this boyfriend of like so much of it being right, of being like, Oh my gosh, like he holds me through the night. Like he like spontaneous enough to like have dinner and just like on a Wednesday, like we would go to the theater a lot. Mm -hmm. He liked the theater. So like that was a plus, but then it was also a negative because you know, the opinions, a gay person with an opinion on theater, honey. Sorry about it. Oh my gosh. Razor blades. I was like, babe, we don't have to fight over dramaturgy right now. I don't care. (laughs) I was like, I have a voice that makes it sound like I care, even when I don't. (laughs) That's very funny. Real quick, we have to take another break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because 
sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y.com. Newly with two U's. With code DATEME20, newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. Larry, we're back. (laughs) Um, That is funny to think about. Just... (laughs) I have a voice that makes it sound like I care. I think I have a voice that makes it sound like I do not care. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm getting a phone call from the China mainland. Oh, (laughs) my God. From the actual China mainland. That's TikTok calling. Do you think that's TikTok calling me? Yeah. They're going to put your shit in a cardboard box. (laughs) I couldn't answer that. Changing my number and I'm changing the locks. Answer, please, please, please. Well, it stopped ringing, but like, who? Who could that have been? What a dream. Oh my God. Maybe that was, maybe that was like my boyfriend. <laughs> man. Maybe that's my new partner. That's your partner. I should have answered. I am devastated that I did. That was the moment. Honestly, I'm glad you chose me over them. Thank you. I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> I would never. Um, okay. <laughs> what is your dream musical to be in? Like dream musical to be in? I don't know. Probably one that I wrote. Okay. I think I thought about it. I want to be Sally Bowles in Cabaret or a gender-bending MC in Cabaret. Okay. I could definitely see it as both. both. I think that would be very, very fun. And as for a play, give me some August Wilson. I really like... (laughs) Or George C. Wolfe's The Colored Museum. I don't don't know how they... I don't know how they did that. 
I don't know if it was like four people who played all the parts or everyone. I don't know. But I love the Colored Museum. It is such, such a fun play. You've been thinking about this. That is really highbrow. Both of these are really highbrow. Thank you. Inclu- including August Wilson. Okay, great. So we'll have you replacing Danielle Brooks in the piano lesson. Oh, boy. On Broadway. Okay. <laughs> have you going- all right. I'll do it. I'll step right in. I cannot wait to hear your Wilsonian dialect. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give me 1920 sharecropper. Hey, listen, everybody, get in the field. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not on the MGM lot, honey. Actually, I love it. That's the experiment that we need right now. Oh, my gosh. Your Sally, your Sally Bowles would be so devastating because... Thank you. I was like, yeah, she's just so... She can get messy. And I think that you have the capacity as an actress... Thank you. ...to get messy. Life <laughs> is a cabaret old chum. Listen, I can't See, do it. See, that's tone, pitch. That was all in one key. I there was some vibrato. Oh, there was vibrato. There was. It was uneven, but it was there. Thank you. <laughs> she's always uneven, but always here for a nice time. Come to the cabaret... God, you have such a nice voice, which is really annoying for me. I just wish. I'm throwing it in. I'm throwing it in there. I'm trying to build a story here for the people. I wish I could, (laughs) you know, just like rip one. Just be like, la, 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 la. (laughs) (laughs) What do you sing at karaoke? Share, believe. That was the last time I sang karaoke and it wasn't good. (laughs) It's a really, it's a harder song than you think. Did it turn him up though? No. Did it? It didn't turn the people no, up? No, the people were pretty upset. It was not a gay bar. It was a straight bar. So they were like, yikes. <laughs> Do you believe in life after love after Who were you with? I was with my friend Evan. And I think it was just the two of us. And it was at the old cabin in New York uh, before it became... Do you know Cabin? Cabin used to be like no. um, a stand-up spot for like a lot of alt comics. It was a, bit, a tiny rickety stage. And then they did cab- uh, they did karaoke some nights. I don't know what it is now. New York is very different than it was when I lived there. I know. That was that was a while ago. Yes. New York's changed. How long have you been in so LA? I've been here You've for- You've been in LA eight, eight years? I think almost 10. I moved here in almost 2012. I, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, It feels but insane. I I'm like getting old. I knew. But she's got nary a wrinkle. you truly look gorgeous honestly your skin you're so pretty oh my gosh thank you if only you saw me without makeup (laughs) there's like not a ton of beat on you're right do you think you're beat you think you're beat down right now no i'm not wearing any eye stuff but i have concealer and then a little little concealer on the cheeks and on the chin I think that your eyes are shining. There's an absolute glow about them. You have Thank the world's you. brightest smile. Oh my gosh. Cheekbones. They're so, so high. Mary. They're like those beautiful apples. Yes. Uh, Thank you're so gorgeous. You. Larry, I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours, but I have to go to the dentist. Um,. I really hate the dentist. Last time I was there, they gave me laughing gas, and I don't remember much. I do remember being in the lobby and the lady being like, here are the magazines you wanted. And they were just a bunch of dentist magazines. I (laughs) I didn't want that. But, Larry, I asked most of my guests this, usually all, but then I forget. Um, Would you date me? Yes, I I just spent the past five minutes I describing guess, you yes. like an absolute cherubim. My oh, that's God. my five. That's my final word, cherubim. There we go. Cherubim. Yeah, that means angel. That I knew. 
Yeah, I would date you. Yeah, absolutely. You're so funny. I've been um, stalking your professional career. Thank um, you. I, host, I hosted a podcast where I literally was almost impersonating you as a podcast host. Wait, like, really? <laughs> yeah, it was called What Makes You Sing. It's still available online for people listening. Oh. Yeah, I would have I would have comics coming to the studio and we had a live um, accompanist and whatever popped up in our interview, we could just sing. So we would have done we would have done Sister Act together. We would have done okay. Cabaret, Sally Bowles. We, okay. I mean, if you were my guest, we would have done Carolina Change. Like Wait. we would have just sang those things together. Do you with still the interview. have this podcast? No. It stopped during Pando because you like we literally couldn't. Oh, because you couldn't be in person. Online. I see. Yeah. I see. I see. But it was it was so fun and act like literally I would be like, hey, like I was literally like, well, what made you say? I'm like, I was doing. <laughs> I was doing Nicole Listen, podcast hosting. I love it. She's unhinged, and why not have a fun time? You're the template. You're the mold, is what I'm saying. Oh my God, Larry, you must. Stop. They broke the mold when they made you. They God really must did. have spent a, a little. little more time on you. On so, okay, you. Larry, going forward, what advice can you give us to find people? Um, you should be as white and thin as possible. If you can't be white, you should choose a race that is close enough to whiteness <laughs> that um gets you the um. Yeah, the residual runoff of that. And yeah, you really should be focusing on on thin, thin, thinness. Okay. That's the foolproof way. And if um that doesn't work, just continue to be like this dazzling person you are with your beautiful I love insides. That. I'm going to go with option A, and I'm going to become Jennifer Lopez. Thank you so much. <laughs> good day and good night. No, I'm kidding. Okay, Larry, is there anything you want to promote? Yeah, absolutely. I will be bringing my uh, Sondheim, Stephen Sondheim hour to California. It'll be February at the Pasadena Playhouse. It's on Lario and Sondhemia. And you can watch Abbott Elementary and uh, Z-Way and you'll see me. I love it. And if you like this, wait, how do I do my my outro? Fuck. Okay. If you like, <laughs> if you like this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me? You can like it. You can rate it. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you write me something dirty at Why Won't You Date Me? Podcast at gmail.com. Do not send dick pics. Mars looks at it. I never see until she like gives me the little messages. So don't send dick pics. Don't send pussy pics. Don't send asshole pics. Okay. So this says, hi, Nicole. I'm a longtime fan of the pod. I wanted to write you a silly poem that was easy to cold read. Wow. I guess you're talking about the last time I read a poem and really struggled. There once was a last name, Nicole, who announced she was on Dick Patrol. Synthetic or bio, won't matter. See, still fucked it up. Won't matter to buyer. To blow out my back is the goal. That was nice. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) This has been a Team Coco production.
Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 